them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And this is Tara. <laughs> so dramatic. Mm. On today's Snopisode, we've got some nerd news. We're going to talk about what are we watching? We have a mail sack. We have a, a pretty good sized mail sack this week. I feel, <laughs> I feel good. I feel like we haven't been abandoned. Okay. <sighs> okay. Um, but first... Hey, Wendy, what day is it? Hey, Wendy, hey. Well, <laughs> I like that other now. other podcasts. I, uh, <laughs> I was saying that at work. I thought it was funny. Uh, okay. Well, oh, on the 9th of August. Hmm. Hmm. National Book Lovers Day. Okay, I, have sure. books. I, I have books. I like books. I, I like have books. books. I need to read them. I, I have too. them. I've been... I'm reading my new book right now about the new addition to my Michael J. Sullivan fantasy epic trilogy. If you like to read epic fantasies that don't have to be violent, to, uh, totally enwrapped in war the whole time, and you just want to be kind of fun and adventurous, I highly recommend it. Ryuria Chronicles, Michael J. Sullivan. There's like 12 books in the whole thing Amazing. now. So, <clears throat> I remember that Buffy book I started reading about five months ago. Still reading it. <laughs> what page are you on? Uh, I think I'm on the eighth chapter. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. It's not bad. Nice. And I've been yeah. trying to get through my AARP magazine. So that was our segment of what are you reading? I need to read a book. <clears throat> I have a big Han Solo Read a book. book. It's all about Han Solo from you know, all the- P. No, I mean, this is not AARP. This is different. <laughs> Wait, did book. they contract with Star Wars? <laughs> I'm so confused. I wouldn't Why be not? surprised. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a book that's all about Han Solo from like the various- you know, from the films, to the comics, to the toys, like every, and then the new one, you know, the That's young cool. Han. Yeah, I've been reading that one for a while too. Well, you know that um, the Han and Leia wedding book. I'm gonna read that. It's coming out ne- uh, this month, actually, right? August. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got a picture. I'll, I'll at, read that. Uh, me too. Uh, I got a picture with they had a little stand up promoting it at Comic Con, and Tara took my picture standing Cute. there by Han Solo. And it was cute because the, there's a couple, older couple that cosplay old Han and Leia. Yeah, we've and, seen them I saw, yeah. at like WonderCon or something. They, they go to a lot of cons, but yeah. they're very cute. And um, they, they had posted a picture. Someone tweeted out a picture of them posing by the step, by the cutout of That's cartoon, you know, drawn Han and Leia. But in the same pose. It was absolutely adorable. We'll do like a book club thing with that. <sighs> okay. You, yeah. You and me and nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> I'll read it. I'll read yeah. it for sure. Let's I'll find out. It. We'll find out when it comes out. We'll do book club. Oh, I like book club. We'll can like what was didn't Oprah have like Oprah's books or something? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. she changed people's it's lives with that book club. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can change this book's life. I feel like she got President Obama elected with that book club. Ba- basically, somehow, I'm yeah, sure she did. <laughs> I'm sure. I remember her talking about Obama before anybody mm-hmm. really knew who Obama was. She's like, mm-hmm. this yeah. guy's gonna be president someday. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, well, on the tenth, National Shapewear Day. Is that like Spanx Day? What? <laughs> I just said that because it was funny. I don't know what oh, shape wear. Yeah, I think that is like a Spanx situation. Okay. Good thing because mm. it's also National S'mores and National Lazy mm. Day. So 
That's why I need the shapewear. Maybe if you're what's the second one? on the couch, Lazy Day. What Lazy, lazy day? day? Oh, Lazy, lazy day. day and S'mores Day. Also. Perfect combo. Mm. So good time and World Lion Day. That's a good day. A lot of things. Um, yeah. Don't try to feed a lion a s'more though. No, mm-hmm. no, won't end Ooh. well for you. The twelfth like is it. World Elephant Day. I like elephants. Aww. I saw elephants in the wilds of Africa, and it was awesome. They were mm. taking paths and rolling around in the mud. Mm. Nice. They were adorable. Either one of you left-handed? Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, then you're not going to be celebrating International <laughs> Left-Handers Day on the thirteenth. So we'll just move on. But for hey, those listen, of you who we, are, we love we practice left-handedness. People. Yeah. It, I've got a day. Oh. It happened yesterday. <gasps> okay. Okay. It was a gotcha day mm. for the newest member <gasps> of the Sheener is Out podcast. Oh, my God. Charlie. Charlie the dog, everyone. Yay, Charlie. My Welcome to the family, Charlie. newly adopted dog, Charlie. Charlie is a girl. She's six years old. She's a chocolate lab. <laughs> she weighs 105 pounds. Just a dainty little thing. <laughs> Her paws are enormous. Mm. They're like bear paws. They're like as big as my hand. Uh, she's adorable. And she's she's my new dog. Congratulations you know, I, to you and you. to Charlie. Get thank ready you. for lots of pictures of Charlie. So mm-hmm. yesterday, August 5th, was her gotcha day. She came home with me. And uh, I went through a lab rescue group. So... You know, I, ha- I went through that, like I think I talked about on the last podcast about the adoption process. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I went to meet her yesterday and got to bring her home. It's very exciting. She is adorable. She's a big girl. She's a big girl. She's beefy. <laughs> solid. <laughs> she got, she's she's solid. got a few pounds to lose. We're going to work on that. We're going to do our uh, working out together. That's great. Lots of walks. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of playing she she knows fetch. She knows squeaky toys. I mean, she's brilliant, obviously. <laughs> um, she knows sit. Uh, oh, she puts great. her paw up, you know, when she come wants on. you to pet her. I mean, come on. She's, ge- she's genius. She's laying right here next to me. Oh. Adorable, adorable moose on the ground here. <laughs> Charlie Moose. We got to get her some uh, snop gear. Oh, yeah. And so already she has the nicknames Char Char Binks. <laughs> Charbaca. Charbaca. Amazing. Or Chewbacca. Ah, okay. You know, Chewbacca. Yeah. mm -hmm. So she's adorable. We can work with that. She's big old chocolate. (laughs) Lab. Goofy. So very excited. Yeah, we'll get her some snop gear. I already, when I went to the store yesterday to get her food and toys, you know, they had some pride stuff left over. So she already has a pride cape. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So she's set. She's set. Off to a good start. Yeah. Well, so, congratulations. Well, Charlie, I'll, I'll put pictures of her up today. Um, and uh, along with all the other pictures I still have to put up of <laughs> my adventures. <laughs> but see, this is why, like Wendy said, I'm better with a dog. I actually get things done with a dog. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> this is good. I won't yeah. do anything for myself or anybody, but I'll do it for the dog. We went for a walk with Charlie last night, and it was as far as I've walked in quite some time, not counting, <laughs> not counting Comic-Con. This but, is good. Uh, yeah, I could feel it. It was a good long, mm-hmm. good long walk. Charlie is going to change our lives, guys. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to take her hiking. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that, Charlie? It's like, um, we'll get napping that right now. Maybe when it gets cooler. <laughs> Not cool. saying yeah. right now, Charlie. Not saying right now. <laughs> Jeez, Charlie, so literal. 
today. <laughs> well, welcome, Charlie. Welcome. You are now an official snop dog, and uh, it's a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, I'm sure Tara gave you the packet. It's a whole, you have yeah. some start paperwork. There's had, some, yeah, some contracts to sign. Contracts, human resources um, stuff. Right. You have to be a good representative. You have to represent the brand. Yeah. You have to be a good girl. Yeah. You go good dog. Yeah. <laughs> you said you good girl. Yeah. But, you okay. know, you'll get there. You'll get there. Well, speaking of good dogs, <laughs> let's go into the mail sack. I don't know how that worked oh, out in your see. brain, but we, okay. there's a good, oh, dog, there's oh, a good okay. dog in the mail sack. Oh, good. Okay. Jeez. Well, well, somebody get it out of the mail sack. <laughs> no, no, no. It's What's fine. What's doing fine. in there? He can breathe. Oh, it's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Poke some holes not, in there. It's not snail mail. It's, <laughs> oh, okay. It's in a box. I, I poked oh. some holes in there. All right. Well, but before we get to oh. mystery dog, uh, we're going to start with AK. Hello, AK. To Captain Carmel, winner of all D&D ever. <laughs> Wendy, whose person of interest knowledge is undisputed, if sufficient, insufficiently expounded upon on the show, how does it not sneak into every episode? <laughs> maybe someday, AK. Maybe okay. someday. I feel like it does. And this is potential rescuer of homeless labs. Fingers crossed for you. That's such a cool <laughs> thing to do. Well, oh. guess what, AK? If you weren't listening five seconds ago... <laughs> She got a lab. I got one. <laughs> of course, this email obviously was written before you got the lab. <laughs> Maybe uh, AK's crossing of the fingers brought you some luck. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, greetings. I'm so glad I'm not the only one who finds out Fiona Shaw is queer, celebrates, forgets. <laughs> I wonder why that happens. I don't even have a theory. Stealth gay? It's hmm. not like she's not out. She's very out. What's going on with that? Probably because Fiona Shaw, it's not like, where do you ever, you know, it's not like she's I don't. I don't know. Maybe she's, she's not like on media. TMZ. I don't know. Like going right. out, you know, she's just living her life, doing her thing. Totally. Yeah. Uh, what the f is back on about? Not the platy jubes. That's totally <laughs> legit. But the vabbing. I mean, you go for it, Beck. Let us know how that works out for you. And since you asked, podcasts that have kept me entertained in the long hours working alone in the gardens, aside from the She Nerds Out podcast, the My Mistake podcast, and mm. this Erper Life. I mean, obvious. Obs, I mean, Obs. Uh, <laughs> include a bunch of queer SF slash F stories from Realm. They're pretty good. Hmm. I particularly enjoyed Born to the Blade and Summer Gloud doing Control Alt Destroy. Those were hmm. fun, good stories so far. Latest one is a Tatiana Maslani show called Power Trip. Huh. I've not listened to that yet, but she was great doing their Orphan Black official continuation podcast. So it should be oh. fun. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, Oh, and there's Welcome to Night Vale, which I feel like Kat mentioned on here a hundred or so episodes ago, but I may have hallucinated that. (laughs) Mm. It's awesome either way, if it even exists, which can neither be confirmed nor denied (laughs) at this point. Hats off to Jackie. Trading cards of you guys? So cool. I mean, it was probably Buster's idea, right? But still. (laughs) Did you post a picture to one of your socials or something? Seems like a thing we need to see. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, good point. Uh, Sue's filling you guys in. Oh, not two Sus. It just says Sus <laughs> filling you guys in, filling you guys with even more sugar is evil genius. But the she nerds in, oh my god, it's so entirely perfect. Mm-hmm. Fullest respect to Minnie. Hats off to her too. You girls have some brilliant listeners. It's true. That's, so that's true. the second compliment we've gotten on the she nerds in. Yeah, it's uh, the official name. Uh, I think I heard some minds being blown as the hashtag <laughs> slew crew, who were already hashtag gay for Tara, found out how close they came <laughs> to Tara in uniform. 
No Stetson in that particular uniform, though, right? No. I'll do, I do have some cowboy hats. Oh, boy. Just because I'm from just Texas. Stopping, okay? Just because I'm from Texas. You're you know, drive people oh, yeah. crazy. Uh, I keep forgetting to watch Hacks. Time to put it on the watch list. I need some context for what the F. <laughs> it literally <laughs> says WTF. So, you know, I'm yeah. not just abbreviating. Uh, what the F you were burbling on about. Burbling. First, watch some for now. Okay. Yeah, watch Hacks. You'll regret it. It's awesome stuff. But hopefully we'll talk about this later. HBO doesn't, you know, decide to cancel it out of the blue. Yeah. So bizarre. The kerfluffle. We'll happening. talk about the HBO kerfluffle later on. Bizarre. All right. Well, here we go. I got one from Beck. Beck says, hey, nerds. Hey. Hey, Beck. Hey, Beck. Hey. Hey, hey Beck. Hey. Right. <laughs> There's no way to know which There's... one of your podcast recommendations I have been listening to. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. No way. Uh, I may have to stop, though. I feel like such an idiot when I just burst into laughter or smile really big while mowing someone's lawn. But I'm not going to stop. I love it so much. It's like the documentary version of the Bananas podcast. Thank you for all the recommendations. Kat, your true crime ones whilst appreciated were a waste of time as I had already listened to them all. Sorry. So Beck is talking about the uh podcast with Tig Nataro and Cheryl Hines Tig called and Cheryl yeah true story so true story funny. they quote uh review uh <laughs> true crime documentary in the way that we review things or no just documentaries, just documentaries. that they documentaries, yeah. that they have watched right in the same way that we're along the same lines in fact i was just listening to an episode because you know we started listening to it too um that basically gave the same disclaimer we had to give that's like we are not an official pocket if you want to learn anything listening to this <laughs> we're not just, here just give it up just stop right now yeah so uh yeah it is lots of fun so funny right. beck goes on we got a new guy at work last week and his name is akbar i immediately started calling him admirable Ad- admirable, <laughs> admirable. <laughs> different nope i immediately started calling him admiral and no one got that oh come on no uh i even explained it and no one cared (laughs) come on (laughs) admiral akbar uh what is wrong with these people he's super nice but very quiet i Mm. learned super fast that i cannot be my normal self around him though (laughs) we had a farewell the other night for a team member who was leaving and when the boss asked if anyone had anything to say to them i of course said good riddance Poor little Akbar looked mortified. Best to keep the sarcasm and bullying to myself for a while. That's a trap. Apologies for not sending a pic of my tattoo. I didn't even it didn't even cross my mind to send one. I stupidly hmm. assumed you all knew what a T Rex looked well, like. That's a pretty sure. awesome looking turn. But all right, let's look. Now this T Rex. It's dope. It, yeah. It is. If you're thinking like it, it's like this T Rex is like the one I saw in the back of the car where it said T Rex push ups and it's like <laughs> stuck over on its little nose and its little arms. It's really right. cute. <laughs> this T Rex looks like it could rip you right apart. He's ready to go. That's a skeleton. It's a skeleton T Rex. It's dope. So this one, and I love the coloring around the edges. Yeah. Is uh, cool. this one is not the T Rex from Toy Story, no. if that's no. what you're looking for. Some so, beautiful ink. As yeah. They say. It's like. Sort of a pinkish, purplish, and blue splotches of it's paint like behind it. it. Looks really nine, cool. Nineties yeah. uh, T Rex. All right, Beck goes on. I'm almost done. Oscar asked me tonight <laughs> to tell him a joke, <laughs> so I told him my favorite. I thought you guys might appreciate it. 
why was the washing machine laughing? Because it was taking the piss out of underpants. I'll be here all week. Mic drop. Love you guys. Back. Love you back. Wow. Thank you. That's, that's, that's a great, that's a great joke. Right there. Yeah. That's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Well. I have well. an email from Jackie and Buster. And Buster. <gasps> that's right. Oh, my Buster. God. Jackie wow. writes, howdy, gang. Did I ever tell y'all that Tuesdays are my favorite day of the week, and it's all because of the snop? Aww. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys like the baseball cards. My only regret is I couldn't find a pick of everyone maskless, but I did, but I think the joy still came through. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a great choice. Yeah. And we will put up, we, I, will, I will share a photo of, uh, of those cards. It's on me. Sounds like there's some sort of organized mission to get everyone's addresses. Only need Wendy's, and then we can do something amazing. <laughs> like triangulate to the nearest Taco Bell for a Mexican pizza party, assuming mm. they order more supplies so they can actually make some. Still so haven't found one. Really? I've, I had one, like, right when they came back. and that's I've never I, had one. You've never had a Mexican pizza? Mm. No, but I feel like if I go, they're sold out all the time. So I don't all right, we'll make this uh, happen. Not we'll, like... do this, we'll do, like, a live thing. Okay. Uh, Wendy, what is your address? You want me to tell you right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can bleep it out. We can bleep it out. My stalkers don't need to hear that. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Sorry. I forgot. Tara already knows. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie continues. The past couple episodes have provided some amazing rants. Definitely snoppy worthy. Questions for y'all y'all regarding some of the Star Wars Marvel content coming out on Disney+. Plus. Do you ever get the feeling they're making things just because they can and not because it's advancing a story? Full disclosure, I'm not the most rabid fan, but sometimes I get the feeling they create things just because of their technology, the 360 virtual environment, de-aging, etc. Probably. Except, I mean, that's a good point. But um, I feel like they have stories, too. I feel like, I feel like it's partly just because they can, but partly... Because people want stuff. Yeah. It's not like they don't, and, it's not wanted. And I mean, right. they probably have so much of a wealth of comic stories to draw from right. that they're just getting to explore some characters that weren't as well known at this point. Yeah. And I think of a, as, you know, they're expanding this universe. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the same way that with, with the comics, there's so many comics, mm -hmm. so many comic editions, so many, um, you know, volumes and, and, you know, just so many things that go on that they're not always going to be, quote, per se, advancing the story with every right. issue released. But you always get a, a good story uh, that's fun to watch. Yeah. And if people are watching it and they can make money off of it. And honestly, I much prefer it to what we're going to talk about later, what HBO Max is doing, mm. basically just pulling stuff off, mm -hmm. even though it's finished. Um, and not going to be putting much of anything else out there out there right now, even though yeah, there's a lot of you know stories to be told, uh, especially in the DC universe that they have. So I I don't know. I mean, you know, when I think about the Agatha show, <laughs> will it probably advance the overarching Marvel story? Who knows? There could be some stuff in there that that does. But am I looking forward to it? Absolutely. Exactly. I'll take it. You know, it's interesting. Marvel's been in the news, not to get it sidetracked too much, about like what? a lot of the post-production and visual effects artists are like, they're slamming us, we're underpaid. 
yeah. too much pressure to get things done. Like, so every I don't know. Shot, every shot is a visual effect. Right. It's mm-hmm. mind blowing. And it sounds like they're just really, you know, it says people crying at their desks from the pressure. Um, personally, it says, uh, heard from artists that they want to avoid Marvel shows and future assignments because it's just Oof. a beat down. Um, That's too bad. That's yeah. unfortunate to hear. I don't want to hear negative stuff like that coming out. No. Um, yeah. Especially when Disney could definitely afford to pay them. Of course. Yeah. Really? Is, uh, right. Because we've literally underpaying people. We've literally made up entire third acts of a film a month before release because the director didn't know what they wanted. It says even Marvel's parent Disney is much easier to work with on their live action films. Like just wow. Marvel. Just come on, Marvel. Ugh. Treat your people right we don't like to hear this no yeah um but you don't (laughs) but what i would what what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) no because you work in that kind of bit like you know what it's like oh of course the pressure of getting something done and and part of my job is to work very closely with visual effects artists so yeah that sucks and i know that yeah you know know, uh, i've worked on shows where we can afford an entire like you know established video visual effects house and i know where we uh, i've worked on shows where we have to like kind of get a guy in his apartment to work on our shit. And, you know, I know that at times he didn't leave his apartment for days because he was the only guy. So, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and the money's there, guys. They charge yeah. so much for this work. Where's the fucking money going mm-hmm. to go to the people mm-hmm. who are working at their desks for hours and hours and hours? Um, but just quickly, um, Jackie's point, and kind of on top of what you guys have said, it's like, I think because of the Marvel movies that we've had in the past like 10 years or so, everything was moving the story forward. And But it was like every couple of years you got a movie. And right. now, because we can do these, they can do these side stories, and we're getting to know these characters. It might not mm-hmm. move the story forward, but like think, and I finally saw um, Multiverse of Madness a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um, would you have cared about the Scarlet Witch if we hadn't nope. had an entire series to get to know her and care about her and Not see at what all. was going on? So no, it, it's definitely, I think ultimately it does move the story for, forward in that we're getting to know and flesh out these characters and care more about how they interact with other people. So Yeah, and but, honestly, I yeah. welcome it because one of the things that bothers me about not just Marvel, but any superhero film where it's like a large ensemble cast is that it starts to feel like yeah you don't get to know them and they're all when you listen to their conversations especially as a group everybody gets like a one-liner that it goes to the next they get a one-liner right. kind of goes around and you only get these little bits and pieces of of their characters and it starts to just get a little mind-numbing for me but i really like those one-liners mean a little bit more to me when i've gotten the chance to to get to know them when we, yeah there's context behind it right and, like, if it wasn't for Hawkeye, the series wouldn't care right. about the character nope. Hawkeye. And we wouldn't have gotten the insanely entertaining ship, if yeah. you will, between Yelena and uh, Kate Bishop. So, uh, but you're not wrong, Jackie. I see, you know, your point is taken. I think Star yeah. Wars is maybe not as, I think. I think your point is more valid towards the Star Wars universe. But at the same mm-hmm. time. You know, I'm digging all their stuff too. So as long as they make an entertaining show that's fun to watch, and it's yep. a standalone by itself kind of story, I'm fine. I you want know? my Yelena. I don't have to advance anything. I want my Yelena K. Bishop show that doesn't advance anything, where they just hang out and eat macaroni and cheese. 100. <laughs> percent I would and watch maybe they that, hang out in their so... underwear. I don't know. Oh, so maybe. <laughs> wow, you sounds more comfortable. Had to go there. Huh? Thought about all this. 
<laughs> uh, Jackie continues. I've accepted the challenge to get hashtag Emily on Snop. Thank you, Jackie. All Thank right. You. We have seen your tweets. <laughs> yes, we have. And we appreciate you. Not sure how much, <laughs> not sure how too much help two tweets will be, but I'm trying. Hope to see y'all soon. And if you do a snop in the backyard next year, I promise to bring Buster along. <laughs> Have a great week, Jackie and Buster. Oh. Uh, Jackie, let's make this happen. So oh, yeah, yeah, please let us know when you're look in town. We will absolutely Charlie. look at Buster. We'll have you guys on. Cute little Snoopy sheets. Oh and no. Little Snoopy blanket. How more handsome of a cus- uh, couple would Buster oh, and Charlie be? Interesting. I could see this. I Charlie ship. Brown and Buster Brown. Oh, no. I could ship them for sure. <laughs> I already am shipping them. Yeah. Charlie, Look at that baby. I'm talking about her. You think that, <laughs> do you think Buster's handsome, Charlie? Look at yeah. him. Oh, yeah. He's pretty cute. <laughs> is, that, is that her voice? Yeah. Tara's still Look finding the voice. <laughs> Look at those jowls. <laughs> They're so cute. Wow. Charlie's thirsty. <laughs> oh, no. What are you talking about, Kelly? I got my oh, water nothing. bowl right here. No, listen. <laughs> Look at those eyes. Oh, he's so handsome. He's a handsome boy. Charlie. Love it. Thank you, Jackie. And Thanks, Buster. Jackie and Buster. All right, we got a... Uh, Excuse me, phone. Oh, hold, please. No. Um, oh. Okay. Don't mind us. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. We got an email from Carrie. It says, hey, nerdy ones. It's been a while since I've written in. I am super happy to hear that Tara has finally started Motherland Fort Salem. Tara, I know you aren't the biggest fan of spooky horror stuff, and some of it can be pretty creepy, but hang in there. It's so worth it. It really is my favorite TV show since Winona Earp. Hmm. Also, I'm on vacation this week and had initially planned on going to Juliet, Georgia to go to the Whistle Stop Cafe. Hmm. However, I ended up not going because my first stop was in Charlotte, North Carolina at a concert to see my favorite band, Hailstorm, and after the opening band, ooh, we all got evacuated due to bad oh, weather. It was an no. outside venue. Needless to say, mm-hmm. after all that driving and money spent for a postponed show, I was bummed, so I came home. Oh. I have been to the Whistle Stop Cafe twice before, though, and it is a very cool place. You can see the barbecue pit where Big George made his famous barbecue, and if you drive up the road past the train tracks, there's an old church with an adjacent cemetery. Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's a gravestone there for Ruth Jameson with an honest-to-God jar of honey on it. Oh, that's so cool. That's It'll sweet. make you tear up for sure. It's only about 45 minutes south of Atlanta if you guys are ever in the area. And as for a top five TV show list, there is no hate for not including Winona. I would have to say, this is uh, Carrie's list, number one, Game of Thrones, two, Xena, three, Star Trek The Next Generation, four, Buffy, The Vampire Slayer, and five. Oh, that Buffy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. I just want to be clear. Five criminal minds because Paget oh. Brewster is chef's kiss. I do love Paget Brewster. And I just saw her way back on the episodes, her episodes of Friends. So old school oh. with her unfortunate haircut, but she's still cute. I'm looking her up. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, now, if we're talking movies, that list would take a while, but it would definitely start with Harry Potter. And as for the conversation you guys had about talking about had about talking about a plethora of things and people still listening well as an almost 35 year old i hate to admit i have oh no i have never watched <laughs> star wars <laughs> oh, you may read the next line in a country east tennessee accent <laughs> i don't know what that is but i'll try what what do you mean you have never watched star wars 
Sorry, Tennessee. I don't know. (laughs) Yes, I know. I am very aware. It is not lack of interest. I had just never been exposed to it. It is on my long to-do list. However, my point of this statement is I still listen even when you guys talk about something I have not fully watched yet. So don't worry about that. It ain't my fault I grew up in the sticks and all we had was channel six, eight, and ten. And after weeks and and after weeks and tinkering with some aluminum foil and a piece of metal, we were able to pick up channel 20 and 43, a.k.a. the cool channels that had Star Trek, The Next Generation, and Buffy. Nice. The Vampire Slayer. The Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Lord, I really am showing my country. Anyways, <laughs> like I said, I'm on vacation this week and enjoying some podcasts and some alcoholic beverages. Mm. So excuse my long-windedness. I love listening to you guys. And honestly, if you all can plan a live show in advance, I would definitely try to come. Even oh. though I've never been on a plane. That's oh two. Goodness. Wow. Uh, from the hauler, Carrie. P.S. Tara, after you showed your love for Mortal Kombat and the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, mm. I got to know who your favorite of each is. Mine would be Scorpion from Mortal Kombat and the Blue Ranger Billy from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I always liked Billy because he was a science nerd and I too, <laughs> hashtag, work at a hospital. Yay. Also, what did you think of the new Power Rangers movie with Elizabeth Banks? Hmm. So okay. much to unpack. Well, first of all, before yeah. we get to that, just one note. I did not know you could really go to the Whistle Stop Cafe. Yeah. Like, that that was a real kind of place and a thing you could visit. It must be the like they actually shot there, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I'm down for going to that if I'm ever back in that part of the world. Sounds mm. very sweet. Awesome. Nice. Okay. Sorry. So, <clears throat> this is Tara. Uh, as far as for Mortal Kombat, favorite character, Sub-Zero. Scorpion's close second because get over here, right? <laughs> Uh, am I right? <laughs> am I right? Uh, yeah, it was like uh, Scorpion. Um, I think it was maybe just the just the blue, you know, and the ice. I like that. Nice. Um, but I mean, Scorpion. It, it's. I mean, it's pretty cool. I have the two the two awesome masks that will be eventually in the pop up. Not yet. Um, but uh, okay, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Kimberly, <laughs> come on. That, she was my favorite pink ranger yeah. pink ranger um yeah i mean she she was a cheerleader she played guitar i mean super Come cute totally on. crushing on her for sure um billy i like billy he was fine he was kind of like a little whiny sometimes for me, but <laughs> i you know i i appreciate his character you know they definitely wouldn't have you know like hermione without billy they would have been kind of hmm. stuck in a lot of ways. So right. kind of the brains, right? Um, besides Zordon, the, the big brain, the big, big face Is floating. Like, literally a brain? Yeah, he's just a big floating head. <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> ah, all right. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, and the new Power Ranger, the new were Power Ranger movie. I liked it. I, I actually thought they might do a sequel. Hmm. Um yeah, I mean, there was a queer ranger in there. I, I, yes. I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it could have been a little shorter. I think it was pretty long. Mm. They would have shortened. It was like over two hours, I think. If they would have shortened it to like an hour 45 or 50. Whoa, I think. Two, over two hours? Yeah. Come mm. on, guys. But I liked it. You know, I, I, my favorite Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movies are still the is the one from the first one from 1995 where they become the Ninja Rangers. Oh nice. my god! And it carried over into the freaking show. They had the awesome upgraded uniforms, and then they got like their ninja uniforms. So cool. Dope. So dope. Absolutely. Dope. Dope. Uh, so that one's still the favorite, but I did mm-hmm. like the Elizabeth Banks one. Who did yeah. she play in it? It was Rita Repulsa. So she's a bad guy. 
you don't know who Rita Repulsa no. is? Do, do I, I look either. like I know who she is? Oh, boy. No. Is she a bad guy? I mean, Repulsa sounds like a bad yeah. guy. <laughs> right. Yes. She was a bad guy. Okay. That, that she was the bad guy from the entire uh, oh. minor warfare, like the, oh, the original oh. bad guy. Oh, cool. Okay. Rita Repulsa. <laughs> and she uh, married Lord Zed. That was quite a... <laughs> Pairing. Did. That was a funny one. Oh, I'm looking um, at pictures. Yeah, a lot of camp. You know, a lot of ca- she was well, very campy. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, love yeah so she there. was like a different take on Rita Repulsa. Um but yeah, I liked it. Huh. I mean it wasn't like an instant classic for me, but I appreciated it. Okay. And I liked that it was like the original like Mighty Morphin, you know, that they it's kind of a retelling of that. Oh, I see. Okay. I've Googled it. Yeah. Hmm. I remember the original like for character. sure. Rita. You you recognize the original? I do. Rita? Okay. Yeah. Very campy, very, very funny. Very good. All right. Um, I think I'm next. Well, oh, I'm sorry, by the way. Just, just oh, to yeah. say real quickly for Carrie, there's no... You, people who haven't seen Star Wars, it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't upset me. Oh, I me just, neither. I'm amazed that you've been able to avoid it for yeah. so long, but it's all good. That your curiosity hasn't gotten the best of you yet, you know, <laughs> especially with That's fine. recently that with the new movies and everything, just like, yeah. oh, my God, what's all the hype about? Exactly. Well, I've known yeah, people no that, judgment. I mean, no if, yeah, if you just haven't seen it, you're like, I would like to see it. You're not anti watching it. But I've met people that are like, oh, I've never seen one. Uh, uh, you know, like they're snobby, but like they're right. proud of the fact that they've never exactly. seen it. And like, are you mad that I haven't seen it and that I'm not interested? I'm like, no, I don't care. Like, <laughs> don't watch me. it. Who cares? Yeah. That's If that's what you hang your hat on is being proud that you've never seen it, then yeah, okay, don't watch it. it. I don't care. But yeah, for someone who just hasn't seen it. and then knows, <laughs> Yeah, just, we could do, do okay. a whole rant on those people that brag on Twitter yes. about how, oh, I'm the only one that's avoid, you know, avoided watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. All those losers that watch it. Right. Peer pressure. I can proudly say I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones or insert big show here. It's like, okay, get over yourself. People like it for a reason. So just shut up and live your life and let everybody else live theirs. Why don't you talk about what you do like? Why don't you brag about something worthwhile about, you know, doing something helpful to the world? That's a big rant. I could rant on that all day. Yeah. uh, Because it's very annoying. But by Uh, the way, I I looked up Whistle Stop Cafe. It's freaking adorable. And if I am ever in Atlanta, it looks so cute. It looks just like inside in the movie inside. And they and of course, the very first ingredient or the first item on the menu is green tomatoes. Oh, I was going to guess. Yeah, I would totally (laughs) drive there if I'm in Atlanta because it looks really cute, just like the movie. Inside, even it's really cool. That's adorable. Oh, yeah, yeah. look at that. Oh, mm-hmm. that's very sweet. Didn't that even know it was a thing. Fun road trip. All right, I'm gonna read <clears throat> another one. Okay, from AK. Hey. Hey. hey, all right. AK again says, Oh, hi, dudes. I'm all out of sync, like Beck. Never mind. I offer no <laughs> apology. It's all up to you guys. I just binged Hacks season one. Okay, thanks okay. for that. Good like, steer. Yeah, that was just ten minutes ago. They hadn't watched any of it. It's amazing. That's wow. that was really impressive. Fast. It's AK. impressive. Yeah. All right. Sug. So, AK continues. So kids versus feet, huh? I'm really glad I have feet. <laughs> really <laughs> glad I don't have kids. <laughs> Hope that clears up for anyone still wondering which are the worst. You total weirdos, you. <laughs> Not knowing how to pronounce. Oh boy. No. Here we go. Just recall it. Not knowing how to. But pronounce slow 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 see i still obviously don't know how to i think i'm gonna get a lesson here in a second yeah you are perfectly reasonable uh totally looks like slough 
right? That's not how I took a guess, but you're right. It does could be slough, but it isn't. Okay, well, that would have been wrong, too. It kind of it's kind of like someone hit you just as you started saying the word slow, but not slouch or fuck off. (laughs) That would just be weird. (laughs) It's traditionally thought of as the armpit of England. Oh, that's not very nice. To the extent that a world-famous poet wrote a poem between the world wars imploring that it be bombed. Okay. Oh, my. Okay. It's harsh, but I think he probably yeah, more or less in jest, but who knows. <laughs> if one wishes to see the magnificent creations that Martina has sent you, where does one go looking? Mm. Apart from visiting the She Nerds Inn, I mean, don't suppose they're up on Insta by chance? Mm. Nope. Yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> I will do that, too. I have homework. I have homework. Okay. Well, uh, if you send me the pictures, look, this weekend, it's just me and Charlie. Great. Hanging around the house. And uh, I have a bunch of pictures for my trip and stuff I got to pick up. And Charlie said she'd help me. Keep oh, me on great. task. Okay. Good I will, job, Charlie. I'll scan them and send them so you get the oh, yeah, high scans res. Are good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, excellent anti-sci-fi pro-appropriate apportioning of of blame rant there this is preach okay i'm gonna reread that sentence because it's too good excellent anti-sci-fi pro appropriate apportioning of blame rant trademark yes good job i like that thank you okay let's just soak that in for a minute all right so (laughs) let's take a couple minutes of silence and just yeah (laughs) so this is that's me this is tara uh, fingers crossed, any dog news? Fingers crossed, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, emojis. <laughs> you forgot a fingers crossed. Less than, finger crossed. Less than three AK. Uh, yes, I think we have established now that Charlie <laughs> is here. Thank you, AK. I really think that your fingers crossed did help because I was reached out to by the foster group about this particular dog because of the app I had sent in and thought it'd be a good match. So... It, you know, very, I feel very fortunate. And I was getting a little discouraged about when mm. I would find a dog that worked and mm-hmm. that because with the rescues, especially the lab rescue, there's so many people putting applications in. Oh, interesting. Um, mm. You know, it's just because for a lab specific too, you know, and I was still looking other places as well, but I'm just really very shocked, very happy. Oh, well, of course, you're a great candidate. It would be crazy to not want to. uh... I do love dogs more than most people. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm talking about you, Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. (laughs) Charlie. Char Char Binks. (laughs) Char Char Binks. That's pretty good. Or that's our mail sack. Uh, Thanks for the mail. Thanks, everybody. And we are caught up now. And I know AK and Beck were both very upset that we were kind of pre recording some stuff, but we're back on track. (laughs) At least this week. Because <laughs> next week, we can say this because it's already been done and we know it exists. We have a special oh. guest next week. Oh, yeah. Returning to the pod, Kiana Teresa is coming yeah. back with us. Half of Joey. And we had a great talk with her. We had a really good time. And um, we pre-recorded that because I'm going to be an Acon uh, next weekend. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe it's happening. So, uh, oh, we, Canada. Canada. that's it. So, uh, 
on a theme, Canadian theme, you get to enjoy the Canadian treasure that is Kiana <laughs> Teresa. So it's a great interview. So right, and while you're listening to Kiana, knowing that cat, our cat will be with Cat Burrell. That's we right. We might talk a little bit about cat and other cats during our interview with That's Kiana. True. Good yeah. tease. Yeah. So it'll be like a like a fully immersive experience. <laughs> It's it's as if we planned it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as if we recorded it last week, but purposely held on to it till this week. So there you go. But. Enjoy everybody. You're gonna you're gonna really like it. She's great. I mean, we could have kept going, I feel like. Yeah. Just talked for hours and hours, but she's awesome. <clears throat> yep. All right. Well, you know what? We're back to what are we watching? We're watching things. We're learning can, things. Is there like an intro? Like Do we jingle? have an intro? You yeah. I mean, right I feel like now. it should be like watching, learning <laughs> something together. I don't know. Is that a watching, thing? Watching, learning, I don't know. enjoying together. I don't know if it's a thing. Out of mm. It probably is a thing. I mean, it's pretty standard we'll to work on that. No, nope. we'll work on it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, don't hold me to that. No. Oh. <laughs> it could be a couple. What are you watching TV? What are you watching? <laughs> movies. Oh, okay. What are you watching? The world go by. Let's talk about what we're watching now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I so need some work. Need work some. Our little ending needs a little work. Yeah, okay. okay. That's pretty good. It was, we'll get it there. Almost if I couldn't think of anything that ran, rhymed with though. movie or by whatever. <laughs> anyway, you know what I went good. to go see in the theater? I went to see a theater in the theater. Mm-mm. Prima Fasi. I'm sure that's. I I've been watching Law and Order all the time, and I feel like I've heard that used in like Prima Fasci or Prima Facey. I don't know. Either way, it starts it Jodie right, Comer. Though. Your version sounds right. Prima Fasci. Um, well, that's three ways to pronounce it. Well, <laughs> one of them's got to be right. Maybe it's one of those. Yeah, one of those. one. Starring Jodie Comer as Tessa. Mm. Uh, written. Heard by of her? Lee Miller. Have you heard of Jodie Comer? Well, and, but let's be clear. And well, and doing theater. Yeah, let's be clear by the theater. You went to a movie theater yes, true. to I watch. Did not see it, live. <laughs> it was the movie theater to watch the, I'm so, I guess, pre-recorded uh, stage play that she did in England. Was but, it like in front of an audience? Like, could you, was it yeah. from a live show? Yeah, I, and, I don't think it was like live happening when we were watching it, of no, course. No, no, no. It wasn't. Which I was wondering, <laughs> but I was no, nervous. No, it definitely I wasn't. Want it to I be promise live. it wasn't. It definitely wasn't, but... Uh, and they had a, like a reporter, I guess, from over there who did like a little intro and they just talked about, you know, they had like a, well, at first they had this kind of weird music video of a song that I guess I think plays at the end of it. Mm. Of, and, but it was just like people on the stage performing a kind of odd music video <laughs> of the Perfect. song. And then they had a discussion with like the, the writer and oh, cool. I think a, a real lawyer and a, you know from over there from England. Um, and I think, a, I think one was a, a police person, police officer from London or somewhere and Jody. Um, so just talking about, the, you know, some of the, the play, some of the subject matter, cause it's, mm. it's very much like addresses, you know, sexual assault and, and mostly I think um, how it's handled by the authorities, the legal system and how long it can take from the offense to when you actually go to trial. Um, and it's the story is about her. Jody's character, Tessa, is a very swaggery kind of really good 
um, I say lawyer. I feel like they called it something else, the position over there. But um, oh, what are they called? What did they call it? It's another another word. Barrister. Uh, barrister. barrister. Yeah. And, you know, it's all about the game. You know, who's right? Who's wrong? You know, I can, you know. I can tear their story apart, you know, how I move in and I mm. like, I ask questions and I make them think they're safe. And then I hit them with the thing. And it's like, and the play itself, it's not just like, it doesn't have like a normal, like she's just talking cadence. It has a rhythm to it. The whole thing has this rhythm and, and mm. with her movements and, and the delivery and it's quick, especially at the beginning. It's just quick, quick, quick. And I just, the, one of the takeaways I've heard from the play is like, how did she do that every day and sometimes mm -hmm. twice a day? Because mm -hmm. it's, the inner energy she has to expend for this is amazing and just keeping up that rhythm um and delivery but and how her character is just it's about the game and winning and i'm here to poke holes like you know they have to prove that this person's guilty and i'm here to make sure they do their jobs right and that's how she sees her you know playing the game and and the way she approaches it and and in the story like she she has a flirtation with a co-worker and they actually are kind of dating or they go out a couple times, they sleep together a couple times. And then uh, there's a moment where he's staying over and, but she's really sick and from drinking or whatever, and just throwing up. And he basically drags her back to bed and has his way with her, uh -uh. even though she's like, no, I feel like crap. Don't, don't, don't. And then, you know, it's, so he mm -hmm. rapes her in a mm -hmm. sense, but then, she, you know, talking about how the next day she's as seeing it as a lawyer, like, yeah, I, I've slept with him before. We were in bed, you know, we, all these things, like I can see through my case right now, how wow. this is not winnable because I'm the lawyer, but then she sees it from the victim's point of view mm. and, you know, decides if she's even going to press charges and does. And it's like the, and it's just told interestingly, like flashing like her currently and then flashing back to what she, when she was interrogated by the police and then when she made the complaint and then in the trial, and, you know, a lot about the family, but it's just the way it was done, I thought was really good. And then at the end, it's sort of a, a monologue about how this is wrong and the system has to change. And, um, you know, we need to, you know, be more fair to the victims, basically, mm -hmm. than what we put them through when they report things like this. But so it was, it was a good play. I, you know, it was it was one that I felt like I feel felt wrong to eat popcorn while I was watching, especially after a certain point. Right. But there's a part where she's like out in the rain and. And it's actually raining on the stage and oh, she wow. has maybe there's a there's a, a slight like, I don't know, five minute. And I don't know if it was prolonged for the film as opposed to in mm. the actual theater where it's from her complaint. And it kind of has a thing that ticks by the the days, I guess, day one, day two. So it kind of shows you how much time goes from her complaint about the assault to mm. the trial. And it was like, I don't know, five to 10 minutes in the theater of just the numbers and music playing or maybe Ooh, not that wow, long, but it was wow. just counting up how long and it kind of starts to go faster and then it slows down. But I don't know, maybe it was maybe that was it probably was the exact amount of time to give her like that little bit of time to. Oh, fair. To a tiny break and to like yeah. change and put her hair back and whatever she does back there. But hmm. um, but that was really the only break. There wasn't like some big intermission. I think the whole thing was about 90 minutes, hmm, the okay. play. Um, and then. But yeah, it was it was just at the end, you know, it's some some of the reviews were like it gets a little not preachy, but like soapbox, like making mm -hmm. this, uh, you know, not claim, but talking about the the system and what needs to be changed. And yeah. but she's I mean, Jody, but I mean, I really liked it. I thought it was really good and well done. And um, the set design was really interesting and uh, very simple, but very you know, she's moving props, she's moving tape because it's just her. 
And like for the change of like the situation of the scenery, like a lot of times it's just her moving a table, getting on the table, moving the chairs, rearranging things wow. as part of the, the play itself, all while delivering, you know, the performance. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'm really glad I went. I was on the front row. So I was right up in there. Um, <laughs> but it was it was it was really good. I would, you know, it'd be I would see it again, like if they reshowed it. I mean, I think she's bringing it to New York. I mean, I don't know that oh, I'd wow. fly to see it. I'd be able to do that. But her. I can't imagine you go to see this play with her and get the understudy. Because oh, that, uh, be that would be, I would feel like, you know, because like, a lot of things you go for like a certain person. But if they're out, you still get a lot of other cast. One person. Right? You're going to see her do this after all these raves. And I'm sure someone might be able to do fine uh, as an understudy. But I can't imagine doing this play with a completely it, that she's the one person people are coming to see. So and she's, at this point, she's done it so many times, like to right. walk into it without having done it once yeah. in front of a live and audience. And I feel like that this is possible. I can't even imagine. I mean, it's there's just so. It's so involved, so intricate, like yeah, everything. Um, but it was yeah, very well, well done. If they ever show it again, I highly recommend going. It's you know, it's a difficult subject, but just her performance is worth seeing. And it is critically acclaimed. I'm sure she's oh, gonna yeah. win all the awards. Oh, she um, should. I she was should. supposed to see it tomorrow at UCLA, oh. but I can't go now. Um, I'm sorry, but they are gonna be they're they're it's gonna be around for at least another month or so. Um, I think in Pasadena. I really, my friend. Oh, oh I did not know that. Hey, I was like hey. a um. One or two night thing, but I know no, it's been around. around. So well, go see it. I need to go, so I'll let you guys know if you guys want to come. Do you want to come and when do you want to see it again? But maybe, yeah, um, let me know. <clears throat> sounds amazing. She's gonna get all the awards. I don't know how you'd beat her. I mean, it's just like what she does is ridiculous. When the you difficulty, saw it, Wendy, mm -hmm. is it like single camera or is it multi camera? It's multi camera. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's you know it goes in for close ups, and then there's some nice know. part. And it, what what I noticed too, I think. And I, I'd have to see it again to notice little things like this. Like, I don't remember them showing a lot of, like, when they, they get to the court, the trial, mm -hmm. I feel like they took some wider shots where you can see more of the audience, almost like the oh, jury, cool. or almost oh, like nice. talking to a group as a, you know, I feel like that That's was cool. a thing they did. But That's cool. Yeah, because I don't remember seeing that wide of shots with the audience till that point. Interesting. It was more Kind of make the audience part of the, right. mm -hmm. part of the play. That's right. cool. Nice. Well, taking a complete right turn, <laughs> complete right turn. <laughs> I finally uh, caught up on Stranger Things mm. season four. Fucking phenomenal. Mm. Uh, I forget, like, because there's so much time between this, each season of the show, you forget how good it is. I for, at least I did. I forgot how good it is and how good the Duffer brothers are at combining, uh, you know, uh, just everything the 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 nostalgia of things that you know they're showing you showing you things and tropes you've seen before but in a very new refreshing way uh talk about visual effects every shot in the show just mm -hmm. about is a visual effect uh the characters are so endearing uh and there's some twists and turns some of the most beautiful cinematography i've seen recently is on this is in the season um, I can't say enough about it. There's some characters that 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 don't make it out of the season that it's just heartbreaking because they're like, this he's so cool though. He's so mm -hmm. fucking cool. So it's a great show. Uh I'm not telling anyone who has seen it anything new. Um and I, I really want to get into it. I want to talk about it. I want to get in the weeds. And 
you know who is a big fan of Stranger Things? Listen, listener Beck. Oh. I think Beck's going to come on and talk about it. <gasps> Whoa, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, would love for that to happen. There's just so so much good stuff. And if I told you, you'd be like, that's okay. What's the big deal? But, like, for someone else to be. <laughs> well, maybe. This, when is this going to happen? When is the talk? Maybe I'll try I don't to know. rush through Tell, it. Should we wait till you catch up? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's a, a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's a lot. How many um, episodes per season? Uh, I think it's around eight. Okay, maybe eight and or nine. four seasons, right? So yeah, so not a horrible lift. It's not. It's it's only it's, thirty something hours. It's doable. I mean, no, the finale of season four was almost two hours. Yeah. Oh, no, it was maybe over. Two. It's like like mm, they're movies, movie. guys. They're making a movie every mm. week. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it takes years to do it, but um, it's just impressive. It's impressive um all around and it's just so good i cry i cry so much watching the show wow <laughs> i really do i really do uh just the character arcs and the pay they're so good at paying off the emotional payoff on the show is like nothing else it really is it's it's a master class hmm. well I'll have to check out. <sighs> i bailed after season one so i've gotten that one under my belt already i can it's jump so, back in i mean it's two. just they just keep it just keeps getting better okay it just it's impressive how they haven't lost that magic touch so yeah. well i'm gonna chime in and say what i'm watching or just oh. finished watching the third season just wrapped up a couple of days ago is the orville i know mm. i talk a lot about it speaking of making a movie each week um so if you haven't watched it already it's seth MacFarlane show that is surprisingly genuine and fun and heartfelt and just really good sci-fi uh, it's on hulu and right now on august 10th it starts on disney plus so the more people oh. that watch it the more likely they are to get renewed nice. so highly recommend if you just want a fun show that gets better each season um it's a lot of fun i keep i've been looking at the twitter reaction to the orville and i've seen friends reactions too and i mean there's so many people that are like this is such the best sci-fi thing going right now and it is beyond what you'd ever think the Orville would have turned into when it premiered on Fox originally. Yeah. So it sounds very intriguing. Season three is just on its own. Has raised the bar. Amazing. So So. interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have, you know, to me, when I first saw it being advertised, it's like, oh, it's like a goofy space show. Right. It's like a takeoff on like Star Trek or something. But the more that you talk about it, Tara, the the more it sounds like it's a much deeper oh, kind yeah. of uh, meaningful show. Especially season three. I okay. mean, their topics, you know, suicide, just done it in a really interesting way. And, mm. um, you know, gender reassignment surgery right. in a certain way, you know, and just really interesting and really well done. Um I don't know. I highly recommend it. And it's the guy and, that and does it's, Family Guy. Yes. Yeah. And it's really smart. <laughs> and it's coming? really, and it's still, you know, those are heavier topics, especially this year, but it's really fun and heartwarming and just like mm. feels like you're watching your friends and wow. makes you want to okay. be part of it. Um, okay. Yeah. It just has like a lighter feel, even though like the, the season, especially, I mean, the first two seasons, they dealt with some of that kind of stuff, but mm. not nearly as it has been in the third season. But still, all the way through, it's just been really smart, really, you know, just a lot of fun to watch where I just, it's kind of like a nice escape for me. So, Hmm. I like that. That's awesome. Okay. I'll put on my list. My list is growing between Stranger Things, Orville, and 
Very wasn't long. an alien. Still trying to get through Station Eleven. We're about halfway through. <laughs> Leah and I. Yeah. Great fucking show. Yeah. So good. So eerie and creepy and very good. You haven't watched Severance yet either, have you? No. Mm. It's on the Put list. That on there. Put that on there. We're gonna get to some Severance talk in a few minutes here. Also heard about a new show um, called Paper Girls. I've heard which, about that. I don't know what it is. Sounds very cool, and it's sort of like uh, I think it's someone has said it's like Stranger Things, but it doesn't look like it's gory or scary. It looks like it's just kind of like a sci-fi mystery type thing. Mm. I think it's Amazon. It looks really good. So yeah, there's not there's no shortage of stuff to watch. No. That's the that's the good and the bad thing, right? Pretty much. Well, shall we move on? Yeah. To some nerd yes. news. <gasps> Beep, 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 beep. Good job. That was nice. <laughs> Live. I loved it. Uh, so some very sad no- news. Actually, no, sorry, Tara, take us into our sports segment, please. <laughs> well, now it feels inappropriate that I'm going to go, nerd news, sports. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sports. <laughs> oh, sorry. I stepped on your sports. I apologize. Sports. <laughs> there it is. So some very sad news coming out of Dodgertown, USA. The great Vince Scully passed away. He was 94, so it wasn't a big surprise. Uh, but, you know, he's an icon of the city and of sports. Um, he's the voice of L.A. He's voice the voice of, of the LA. Dodgers. And growing up in L.A., like I did... I never, there was never a time where Vin Scully wasn't a part of my life. So like, you know, my mom loved radio. She always had the radio on listening to talk radio or sports. And Vin was a part of my childhood. And like most of everybody else who grew up in this town and people in New York too. I was watching, uh, you know, somebody talking about him the day after he died. This woman, newscaster in her 60s, She's like, I grew up listening to Vince Scully. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> so many generations of people that he touched. Because he was um, with the Dodgers when they were still in Brooklyn. Exactly. That's how long, 55-plus years he was this calling games, baseball games for the Dodgers. Is unmatched. Like, I, I can't think of another sportscaster. It's time for Dodger baseball. And that's it. Like, you know, that, that line, that's his signature line. And goosebumps thinking about it. Like, that that – that line will never not be associated with Vin. Like you'll never not think of Vin when you hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, he had such great stories. He knew when to shut up and he knew when to to talk. And, um, uh, you know, again, being from LA, I didn't have a grandfather growing up. My my mom's dad passed away when I, before I was born. My dad's dad died when I was four. He was sort of that grandfatherly fa- figure for me. Like, listen to him him tell old stories i could listen to him for hours and i did because i loved you know he did tv and he did radio too he was just no no one has a bad thing to say about this man he was a class act he was a gentleman he he just made such a huge impact on the game on this town it's like when you think of la sports for me anyways, you would think of Vince Scully, you think of Chick Hearn with the Lakers, you think of Magic Johnson, you think of, you know, Tommy Lasorda. He's one of the giants of L.A. sports, and we'll never see another person like him. Um, to give you an idea, he called, he called Sandy Koufax's perfect game in 1965. He called Hank Aaron's, 
uh, 715th home run when he broke Babe Ruth's record in 1974. And in 1988, he called, in my opinion, the greatest Dodgers call (laughs) of all time. Kurt Gibson walking up to the plate, bottom of the ninth, two outs, full count. Allow me to play this for you now. (laughs) Iconic. Wait, are we allowed to play this? <laughs> oh, I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> Come for me, MLB. All year long, they look to him to light the fire. And all year long, he answered the demands. And with two out, you talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Iconic. And so that's an edited video. When you watch the, and you can, I, I, I encourage everyone to go on and look up this call. It's about a 10 minute video between the time he says, uh, she's gone, which is an, again, iconic to when he says that classic line of in the year that's been improbable, the impossible has happened. There's almost a minute and a half of silence because he knew if you're not at the game or you're watching it on TV, you could hear the crowd roaring. You saw the players uh, embracing. He knew how to call a game like nobody else, and he will be sorely missed. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was going <laughs> to... Sorry. I'm just very... It's a very I'm, emotional topic you know, for me. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it's true. It's... I mean, even I've been in LA for 13 years now, and he really was the reason I... That the Dodgers feel like my my second team or like they're the really the one team in LA you know I'm from Texas so I love all the, the Dallas teams and but really th- that I root for here because mm-hmm. um, he really made the Dodgers feel more wholesome and just hmm. you could root for him you know yep. um he made it fun and he you know just he only retired not that long ago I mean he 2016 going, yeah yeah so he was doing this into his late 80s mm-hmm. um so I got to hear I was here for plenty of time to hear so many of his games. And, you know, I listen to him a lot on the radio because I always listen to sports radio when I'm driving, especially when I had long drives to work. So, you know, when the Dodger games would start earlier, because they always start early here in the, in the afternoon, sometimes like 530 or so. Um, so just I don't like to listen to baseball on the radio or really even watch it that much on TV. Mm-hmm. But when Ben Scully was calling it, it just was a different experience. Um, even when you know, the game wasn't very, very good. soothing, right? Like he made it interesting and <laughs> just relaxing. Um, yeah, I, it's, I couldn't believe it when I, yeah. I mean, I, I could, he's 94, but just seems, yeah, he was just such a big, big part of it. I'm, I'm glad he got to be part of a little bit of the, the Dodgers last world series that they won a couple of years ago. I think that, you know, he was just alive to see that. And he, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was, that was good. And you know they they would bring him out every now and then, and he onto the onto the field. He hated the attention. He'd always deflect it. He didn't he didn't understand why people loved him so much. And so, but luckily after he did retire, they did they bring him out a couple times, and he did get to feel that love. Like because you know it's like when somebody passes, you regret them not knowing maybe what their impact was. Like he's getting all these accolades now, but no 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 he people get it people got it, and so he got to enjoy a bit of that. Um, 
and so the LA Times today, the the sixth, is running a special edition for him. And there's a, his quote on the, on the cover of this of this uh, edition of the LA Times, and it says, "The main thing I want people to remember me as a good man, a good husband, a good father, and a good grandfather. That's the most important thing of all. Mm. Class act, mm. just the best." Mm. Oh, there you go. Love you, um, Ben. Not okay. living here, not really growing. I mean, I working where I do. I mean, there's so many Dodgers fans and just their reaction, you know, to, to his passing. And, and, you know, we had live shots at Dodger stadium and people mm-hmm. were going by just to be there. And I, I heard some of the same things you said, where it was like, it was a, a grandfatherly presence. And then one lady was just in tears because it said it, she would listen to the games that he would call with her grandfather. And it was like losing her grandfather again. Um, when he passed and it was just like the, 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 yeah, the family relations that people had with him, like he was a member of the family and it was just, Mm -hmm. people were just heartbroken by that. Yep. And, um, I think I would have been a fan of the Dodgers had I gotten to watch more (laughs) games and listen to him call. Cause he seems like such a, like not seems like he was such a class act. He did the thing the right way, you know, he went about things the right way and he was just so talented and I can see how just his presence could make you love the Dodgers. Exactly. He loved the game. He just yeah. loved the game. And you could tell. Every call. And you're one of your favorite characters, Dana Scully. Named after Vin Scully. Such a cool, fun <laughs> fact. That was the first time I think I'd heard of him. When X-Files came out and they said, oh, well, Dana Scully, named after the legendary broadcaster, Vin Scully. I'm like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Chris Carter, Chris Carter loved him, too. <laughs> named yeah. a whole character after him. Yep. So. Well, part two of sports. But happier tarts. <laughs> I added this on. This is Tara because I am very happy to announce that England has won the women's Euro football <laughs> slash soccer <laughs> tournament. <laughs> and as you Erpers may know, they had an Erps on their team <laughs> as well. <laughs> One of the players, last name Erps. Amazing. Um. Oops. Yeah, so, and it was hosted by England, too. So it was really fun to watch. I watched as many games as I could. I was getting updates from Suze um, about, you know, how the games were going. And unfortunately, so all the games throughout the tournament, this tournament lasted like over a month. Um, You know, most of them were throughout the week. Most started at either 9 a.m. our time here in L.A. or noon. Um, But for whatever reason, when they played the final, it started at noon English time. So it started at like 4 a.m. Here. So I didn't really get to see the final live, um, but I'm, I'm glad that they won. Who did just... they beat to win? Germany. Mm. Yeah. Two to one. Last second goal in the Ooh. over. It's kind of like the extra time, the over the extra added time they put in. Um, it's like the 110th minute. So it was really, you know, they play oh, wow. extra, extra uh, added time if they don't go past the 90 minutes and instead of going like straight to the, the penalty kicks. So. Yeah, very exciting. England lost their minds. She did full um, uh, Brandy Chastain tearing off the shirt into the sports bra. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a great moment. <laughs> and they had really good, you know, v- viewership and turnout at the games. So it was just a really good moment for amazing women's sports. Soccer being really my most watched women's sport of all of them. I don't watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel bad. I don't watch a whole lot of women's sports, but I love women's soccer. Frankly, yeah, it's hard to much. find, to be honest. Right. No. So, you know, it's not easy to just sit down and watch a game. You yeah. got to really look for it. Yeah. And I mean, 
I really do want to start going to some of the LA women's soccer. I mean, with all the stuff we get from Noe when oh, the no, game right. meeting <laughs> celebs. I want to go. Right. Does Noe work for the uh, star studded affair <laughs> in their PR department? She should. I'm glad England won. If I'm if the U.S. isn't involved or playing, you know, I'll I'll, I'll root for the U.S. But if if the U.S. isn't involved, I'm rooting for England all the time. Sure. I love. Mm-hmm. I always want England to win. So good for that. Good on ya. Congrats. Congrats. Are they like the Lady Lions or something? Yeah. Lioness like, or lionesses. Lionesses. Mm. Perfect. Lionesses. <laughs> when did you want to take this one? I would love to take this one. Oh, great. Because you know what this one is? We're talking about the upcoming Star Wars series, Andor. And for one, first of all, it's been pushed back almost a month from August 31st to September 21st, which I don't know hmm. why they're doing that. They're going to release three episodes at once. Push, wait, wait, wait. Push back or the forward? Release. Back from August to September. Oh, I thought you said October. Okay. Oh, no. From August to September. Uh, September 21st. And they're going to re- release three episodes instead of one or two, whatever they were going to do. Uh, who knows why? Maybe they're still working on things. I don't know. I feel like they pushed Kenobi back, too. I That's think true. and uh, release two episodes. So I don't know what their <clears throat> strategy is on things like that, or maybe they need to rework some things. But let me tell you, they've been doing the full court press on Andor, and maybe just they feel like that the name isn't something that's going to resonate with as many of the casual Star Wars fans as Kenobi did. Like you know, everybody knows Kenobi, but Andor, you know, it's the guy from Rogue One. Maybe they think it's a harder sell, but they, or maybe it's so good they really, really want people to tune in. I feel like with Kenobi. I remember when the trailer came out, it just was out one day on Twitter. And it was like, oh, the Kenobi, you know, we knew it was going to release. And then it just kind of came out with with Andor. He was on Good Morning America. They had a big release of the trailer. I feel like they're putting a lot more hype into this one. And maybe just they feel like they need to. Or maybe it's just so good <laughs> that they're really putting everything behind it. Because it looks amazing. I've heard someone refer to it as less of a Star Wars feel. More like some kind of 70s European spy drama kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Uh, it sounds awesome. I cannot wait. It, fe- it looks like they have very much kept in the feeling, the more grittier feeling of Rogue One. Um, and, you know, of course, it's Diego Luna as Andor, but it's got uh, freaking Mon Mothma, who looks like I want to be her and dress like her because she looks amazing. <laughs> um, I mean, she looks fantastic. Ad- Adria Arjana if I'm saying that right, who uh, was on a couple of POIs, by the way, oh. Fiona Shaw. POI or, drop. POI drop. There you go. <laughs> okay. uh, Fiona Shaw, Killing Eve, and, uh, you know, Harry Potter and other things. Not seeing her name here, but who plays Mamathma. It looks, like, awesome in this. I don't she know. It's, Great it's, casting. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's, like, the first season is 12 episodes. So they've made oh. a, Yeah, they've invested in this. And... I've read the first season is sort of set like him getting into his role, I guess, in the rebellion. Mm. I think the Mm. second season, each, each little three episode sections are going to like cover the five years leading up to rogue one. So it's going to jump a little bit during the season. So it sounds like a very interesting thing they're doing. And I cannot wait. The trailers are amazing. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's back is saw Guerrera. He was in the last trailer. Um, No talent, you know, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Remember when back when before Kenobi came out, I think before Boba Fett came out, you heard 
Harrison Ford was at Lucasfilm. He was shooting some stuff, maybe for some of the de-aging mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, maybe he's going to show up in Kenobi, but then he didn't. <laughs> so now I'm like, maybe he could show up somewhere in this. I don't know if he would or not. Unless, unless uh, I think it makes more sense, though, that they are shooting something for the next Raiders, Indiana Jones. Oh, interesting. To be like a younger indie. That, to me, would make more sense that he was there for something, but hmm. it also That's wouldn't call. surprise me if... He, you know, this would the timeline would fit maybe for at some point. Maybe they um, needed another month to de-age him. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's up there. It was going to take longer than we thought. <laughs> uh, but I just can't even. I'm just so beside myself on getting. And I was I'm kind of disappointed. I was hoping it would be out before D23. But I'm sure D23 is still going to be hyping it. It's it's mm, like the first week in September, I think, first or second. So I'll be there looking for some Andor stuff. And my question is, yes, will Tara? Cassie and Andor be able to keep an eight-year-old girl? Oh from, my god, <laughs> from getting out of his <laughs> grasp. Less? Are we going over under? Less, more or less than ten times? In first one of all, so I don't valid. think he's going to have to deal with carrying around a young girl. Oh well, thank God, because then. He couldn't get anything done if he had to worry about that eight-year-old girl running away from him. Tara, it's a lot of work. Don't you bring that attitude can, into Andor that now. That could have brought you the bring whole that operation down. I will not tolerate this attitude when it comes to Andor. I'm a Cassie and Andor fan. I think so it's a fair question. I'm a Kenobi <laughs> fan too, <laughs> but I let Jedi it I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I'm just rooting for Cassie. And- I, I kind of I see your point with An- with Kenobi. And letting <laughs> Kenobi's got butterfingers. <laughs> Slippery. <laughs> Look, Nobody he was out of out of training. He was he'd been a hermit. He'd just been working, not training on his Jedi skills. And listen, so. okay. Princess Leia is very very wily. She is wily. Mm-hmm. Okay, apparently slippery. Wow. Well, I'm telling you, don't sleep on Andor. I feel like it's going to be awesome, and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. But now we have to wait a little long. <laughs> we have to wait a little bit more. A little long. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah, high hopes. High hopes. My hopes are very high. Do not disappoint me, Disney. Oh, no. Speaking of disappointment. (laughs) Exactly. Not at Disney, though. No. But at Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers has made a number of questionable decisions this week. What is happening? What is happening? Can you explain this to me, please? I honestly can't. I don't don't know know what's happening. happening. Most other people in the industry cannot explain it. Lord, this is just one of the articles, how they're kind of changing up their streaming platform here with Warner Brothers Discovery. Um, Mm. But let's talk a little bit about HBO Max and some things first that they did this week. Heard of a little film called Batgirl? Well, Well. (laughs) if you have, you'll never see it, even though it's finished. Ready to roll. HBO has decided, nah, nah, not worth it. A little 90 mil here. Let's just shelve it. <laughs> to be fair, Warner Brothers decided this. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, Warner Brothers. But they said it won't be released in any pl- platforms, um, including yet. HBO Max. They're not, not yet. But, you know, there's rumors thrilling. It's a tax write-off. In which well, like case... they take it as a loss, I guess? Yes. In which case, it couldn't be released anywhere mm-hmm. that would be profitable. Oh, no. Um. So, yeah, there's a lot of layers so- to that. Such a weird move. So Batgirl and then Scoob. I mean, sure. But still, bad movies come out all the time. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not, 
it, you know, it had Brent, Brendan Fraser in it. It had Michael Keaton returning as the Batman. Right. Uh, yeah, it was a J.K. Simmons. It had some major names in it. And I'm sorry, I've seen so many bad movies that who cares? Like, mm-hmm. just why they don't get completely shelved. It would just make more sense to stick it on HBO Max, you know? Or make it better. Right. Make Maybe it better. Do some recutting. Right. You know, especially WB has put out plenty of bad DC movies. <laughs> sure. What's different about this one? Maybe because it's led by a female? Well, mm-hmm. let's just get rid of that. That doesn't... No one will notice that. No. But if it's bad... Uh, Fix it. You know, with... If it... Well, right? Well, if it's bad and you got you know the uh what you call it justice league then we'll just make an entirely other movie a second movie of the exact same movie just with a re-edit and we'll release that and make it a huge deal that we're going to release a different cut of it Mm -hmm. um but we're not going to let this one even see the light of day bullshit (laughs) very upset as are a lot of other people (laughs) <laughs> so they're doing this whole thing it also includes like other Batgirl and Scoob a holiday haunt well listen that sounds like a not good worried about that one. <laughs> but okay, again that makes sense well Scoob a holiday haunt I mean come on what are your expectations you know that's fair yeah plenty of movies go out and flop I mean somebody out there likes them I guess you know <laughs> I guess <laughs> And then now they're pulling a lot of the scripted shows off of HBO yeah. Max. They're just in a tailspin here. HBO and, was like the hallmark for, you know, stuff yeah. and scripted programming even before it was streaming. Like HBO was where you went for quality right. entertainment. And now, it, yeah, it sounds like they're doing less scripted and more unscripted. And Ugh. it sounds like things are not going well at least for the viewers. Now, maybe for their pocketbooks. I don't know. I don't know. I hate but the business you, side of art. Hate when it. you look at all the shows that they have and have had, some of the most like critically acclaimed shows right now mm-hmm. are on HBO Max Plus, whatever the hell. Station Eleven, Game of Thrones, Euphoria, Session, Westworld, Hacks, Hacks, which is up for a bunch of fucking Emmys. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you screwing this up? Gentleman Jack, Flight Attendant, Gentleman Jack, canceled. No wonder that was canceled. Barry, which I haven't watched, but The Nevers. What's happening to The Nevers? Critically acclaimed shows. How are you messing this up? I don't understand. I, I mean, I don't. I don't. HBO Max. You do set the bar. Mm-hmm. So figure it out. Just Mayor of East out. Town. Not that that was going to come back, but still, it was great. Again, Emmy-winning shows. Yep. Figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I love me some Discovery Plus. I'm not saying. I mean, I like the Discovery Plus, but I don't sure. want you. Don't let this merger. You know, Disney and Fox merged, and so far we've been all right. The world didn't end. Things have yeah, been okay. Exactly. But Simpsons I feel like are, HBO Discovery Simpsons sounds a little on. more treacherous. I don't like it. Very, yeah. And you baffling. know what? If they do cancel some of these shows, like Hacks, there's no way Hacks isn't getting picked up somewhere. And you know, any show that's if they let it, I mean, they're not letting anybody else pick up Batgirl. That's true. Are they? Yeah, it's their. I think it's their studio, right? So they mm-hmm. they could not mm-hmm. shop it around. Mm-hmm. Do not like. Do not like at all. <sighs> Look, 
HBO Max Discovery. The world is not a very pleasant place a lot of the time right now. There's a lot of stuff in this world. It's unpleasant. We need our fantasy TV show life. Don't take that away from us. Do not. Do not. <laughs> we need this right now. Because God knows Netflix isn't doing so good either. They got their problems and losing subscribers and you know, I think streaming learns its lesson because you got to pay for all, you know, I pay, there's $18 for, uh, plus for Netflix, Lord. 15 bucks for HBO Max, mm-hmm. um, Hulu, Disney Plus, um, Amazon what? Prime, right? Now you're paying way more than cable used to be, right? You do the whole cord cutting thing, but now you got to pay. It's like, what do these streamers expect? You got to do something as far as you're lowering your prices or some kind of other plan because it's just it's too much can't afford to to sign up for all these streaming services exactly especially when there's like one show that you really want to see on it you know right yep (sighs) no very frustrating speaking of emmy yeah emmy award-winning shows yeah the emmy nominations are out they were out a couple weeks ago Hey, it's not like the it's not like they're airing anytime soon. So we no, have we time. time. We have time. So this is a really I mean, you're just looking at all these categories. <clears throat> just really, really good stuff. Hard hard categories. I feel like a lot of good stuff is excluded because <clears throat> there's just so much good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. Uh so I'm looking at the actors and I'm going down the line. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's I mean, a drama series. Severance got quite a few. Adam Scott, Severance. And nice also, six, and also the show Succession, which I also yes. mix up, always mix up with Severance, but <laughs> oh. two different shows. <laughs> well, they're both nominated. So Stranger Things, Messes, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, mm-hmm. Ozark, and Yellow Jackets. Also, Christina Ricci's Yellow Jackets. Oh, very good on my list. Hey, Christina. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm looking at actor again. I don't. I haven't seen Ozark or Succession. I have. I won't watch, watch Squid Game because it sounds like it's just very intense. Yeah. Once again, we've got Jodie Comer going up against Sandra O. Oh this for is the hardest category in my yeah. opinion. This is tough. It's a lot going on. Jodie Comer, Laura Linney, Melanie Linsky, Sandra O. Oh, Reese Witherspoon, and Zendaya. Good fucking luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck powerhouse category mm-hmm. um my christina ricci is nominated for supporting actress <laughs> good for your christina ricci another crazy category you got uh patricia arquette's in there your christina ricci <laughs> and then maybe some other people i don't know so maybe it's not that hard maybe <laughs> maybe, for sure, maybe christina's got a good chance maybe i hope so <laughs> Uh, um, boy, Succession's got a lot of guest actors nominated. They do. Adrian oh, Brody, James Cromwell, and uh, and Arian Moyed, and Alexander Skarsgård. Skarsgård, huge category. Wow. They are think, four out of the six. I Jeez. feel like this is, Succession have the most nominations. It looks like it. I'm just glancing at yeah, this. 25. Yeah. They have a total of 25 Five. nominations. They lead the nominations. Mm. Comedy series, we've got Abbott Elementary, which I really enjoyed. It's very fun. I like that show. that whole thing. Hacks, um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel again, 
only murders of the building. Did I tell you, Kat, that I've been watching that and I caught oh, up good. and I'm totally caught up until oh, season two? Yeah. Great show. Ted Lasso and what we do uh, in the shadows. Curb Lots of good ones in there. Enthusiasm. Can't believe hey, Curb Cheryl, Your Enthusiasm hey. still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Actor in a comedy series, Steve Martin and Martin Short, both nominated for Only Murders in the Building. Which, that's tough. That's I mean, I feel like they cancel each other out. Yeah, tr- for sure. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Martin Short, anything this man does is so funny. I love him. Just watching him in a scene, just watch him. Even mm-hmm. if he's not talking, just watch Martin Short and you're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. By the way, well, a producer I work with who used to work on the Today Show said he's a very nice guy. Good. Well, he's Canadian, so that's probably why. <laughs> oh, actress in a comedy series, Quinta Brunson from Ab- Abbott Elementary. I like her a lot. She's, this is a tough category. Yeah. Jean Smart is in there. Jean Smart. And Rachel Rosnahan from, from Maisel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaylee Kuko for Flight Attendant. Ella Fanning for The Great. Don't know it. Issa Rae, Insecure, and Jean Smart. I mean... Yeah, I think we would support Gene Smart getting it. Look, they're all great. I love me some great. Kaylee. They're all wonderful actresses. But you know what? As long as Gene Smart is on Hacks, as far as I'm concerned, give it to her every year. I agree. She did me, win last year, she, right? She raises the bar. Yes, yeah. she won and last she year. Just just throw all the Emmys at her for every season <laughs> Hacks has. Because that's how much I things. love her in Hacks. She's the best. Yeah. Just give it to yeah. her now. Because after Hacks, she might be like, well, I'm just going to take it easy for a while. So just let her have all her trophies now. She's the best. Supporting actress in a comedy. We've got Alex Bornstein, Hannah Einbinder for Hacks, Janelle James, Abbott Elementary, Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live. Her Sarah last N- season. Yeah. Yeah. Let me some Sh- Kate. Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary, Juno Temple. I do like her. Uh, and Ted Lasso and Hannah Waddingham. Oh, a few. All the so Ted Lasso ladies are in there. Ladies. Cool. <laughs> Well, guest actor, of course, Nathan Lane, only murders in the building. I really liked that storyline with Lori Metcalf. Um, oh, yeah, guest actress, Lori oh, Metcalf. Look at all these hacks. Wilson. Yeah. Wow, there are a wow, lot of hacks. Hacks are oh, four out of the six. Sansom Harris from X Files got a nomination. Awesome. Oh. Awesome. So, oh, yeah, Jane guest Lynch. actress, oh, my God. four out of the six are hacks. Pretty nice. good. Pretty good. Good show. Wow, there's just so much good TV on right now. Yeah. I tried to watch Barry. I watched like eight episodes. I just couldn't oh, get into I it. I haven't watched it yet. I'm I just didn't think it, it was that funny. Mm. It wasn't. It, it was kind of all over the place. Like he's a hitman, but he wants to be a comedian <sighs> or like an actor. Right. Just too many things happening. Couldn't. I don't know. What is the White Lotus? That shows up a lot. You might know what the White Lotus yeah, is. Comedy I mean, drama. I didn't see it, but I think it was I think it's an HBO show, actually. It is, of course. Of course it is. See how long it lasts. I just I it had a lot of uh nominations, but I didn't even mm-hmm. know even what oh, it's like a hmm. travel place and the dysfunctional people that run it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, exclusive Hawaiian resort. All right. Well, apparently it's funny. We're good. Doesn't sound like my thing, but okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Didn't watch a lot of the limited series or TV movies. Uh, I saw any of it. Mm-hmm. Well, Station Eleven. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, the Staircase with Colin Firth. Very good. He might get those. Oh, that's actually. the one, the murder one, right? Yeah. 
Mm. He might he might win this. He does a really incredible job. He becomes this person, this real person. Oscar Isaac, scenes from marriage. Never Jennifer Coolidge nominated yeah. for the White Lotus. Love her. Yeah. That makes me want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Yeah, she's great. Wow. Actress in limited series, Tony Collette. Oh my goodness. Julia Gardner, Lily James, Sarah Paulson, Margaret Qualley, and Amanda Seifel. Good luck. Yeah. If you're up, if you're in this category, no offense to these other women, but if you're up against Tony Collette and Sarah Paulson, just do you bother writing a speech? No. <laughs> I don't think you should. Hey, uh, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman are nominated for best uh, for reality host for making yeah. it. Yeah, you haven't seen it. It's a really fun. It's a crafting mm-hmm. show. Very sweet. Very good natured. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the Emmys. September 12th, Monday yeah, night. Should be fun. Be here before you know it. Yeah. Kind of, I kind of like the Emmys more than the Oscars these days. I'm more invested hmm. in uh, the nominations. I feel like. Yeah, I've seen more. The Emmys, Emmys are generally yeah. like, okay, it's the Emmys. You go, you have fun. It's a nice show. The Oscars, I feel like maybe it's expectations are so high. Mm. You can either have, oh, that was a wonderful. I feel like com- people are complaining about the Oscars every year, no matter what happens. And like this last year, there were so many, I think it was last Oscars, there were so many questionable choices of how they did things. And sure. Um, I feel like the Oscars always, they try to rewrite the Oscars and they just keep screwing it up. Mm-hmm. But the Emmy's just like, here's what we do. Here's our show. <laughs> They're always it. pretty good. I don't, do they have a host? Oh, good. Are question. they doing a host thing? A host has yet to be announced as far oh. as July 11th, July yeah. 12th. I don't hmm. see any other news for, hmm, it's a hard job. It is a hard job. I mean, I still think uh, Amy and Tina should host everything. Everything. But they used to run the Golden Globes, and then that kind of fell apart. Although we had a story, the Golden Globes are going to try to regain respectability and get back on NBC last year, because we always broadcast the Golden Globes, and this year we're like, no. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but okay. yeah. So we'll see. But all right. Lots to look yeah, forward well, to, yeah, including, we'll your, including your trip to Canada. That's right. Are we going to get a report when you, when you get back? No, I don't really nah. want Yes, okay. of course. <laughs> <laughs> Big report. I'll, Is it going to be a secret trip? No, no, no. Uh, hopefully seeing Em- Is Emily? Emily's going. Emily's of going, course right? she's yeah, going. Okay. Our buddy, Emily. Hashtag Emily on stop. Yeah. yeah. Make so sure gonna, you remind let her. Know. When we, we talked to her at, uh, yeah, that's when she wanted to come on. I know. She, that's what she said. So I'm schedule. That's what she I'm said. Schedule. That is I'm, what she said. <laughs> Not in any kind of sexual innuendo way. No, it's literally. What she, it's what she said. I will be courting many guests while, while there. So I'm going to be nice. leaning in on a lot of people. Yeah. So. Show a little shoulder cat. You're Cat Cremens. Well, I am. That carries some clout. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it does. No. I think it does. Oh, no, it does. We're going to find out. Have you heard your sexy voice, Cat Caramel? <laughs> Make sure they get day, snop, Tara. snop bands. Snop rubber bands. Wristbands. Yeah, I'll take some bands. Snop some rubber bands. <laughs> <laughs> for snapping at other people. It's <laughs> a good way to get attention. <laughs> My eye. Sorry, yeah. Melanie. Just wanted to say. Have you heard a snap? <laughs> We'd love to talk to you, Melanie. We're not financially responsible for any di- damages done. <laughs> yes, on the inside of the band. We still remember us. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll come back with many stories of fun and exciting ERP uh, adventures. 
Do you and think then, it'll be the time of your life? <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I don't think it's going to be the time of my life, but it's going to be really fun. Okay. Let's I don't want to over. Hey, you never know sell. when the time of your life is going to happen. It could be any of these events we attend. You just don't know. You're right. What's going to happen that could make or break it or, you know, make it even better than expected or make it, you know, just a normal con. I hope it's the time of my life. I'll put it that way. All right. I'm open to it. I'm just not expecting it. <laughs> like what if Emily came up to you at this next con and said, Kat, I'd like to talk to you about perhaps working on my next show. Would that oh, be like a... I would die. Okay. <laughs> not to not get any no, kind of not before you work on it. I'm just saying, you never know what could happen. Of Trust course. Me, you never not know. To raise your hopes. <laughs> you never know. We'll see. And you if will. Emily says, and that little show is Winona Earp season five. <laughs> Heard of it. Heard of it. I will I will die, be resurrected, and then die again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, now that we raised the bar for this con. That's right. Yes, it's time to go. And also m- next week, Kiana Teresa. Kiana Teresa. Be there, be square. I will be both. And until, <laughs> until that time arrives. She nerds out. out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy things.